Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here, and 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. All right. Well, welcome. We are excited to be here again. And today, we're going to learn more about Josh. I don't know anything about Josh. I met him a couple weeks ago. So, surprise! Josh, I want to know everything. I'm an open book. Oh, excellent. (laughs) I love that answer. Um, Can you start with a brief biographical sketch? You know, just two minutes of like the basics. I grew up in Utah, uh, Syracuse, Utah, and in kind of a farming community. And so I built forts, played in the field, played outside a lot. Um, And then I graduated, went on a two-year mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then I came back. Wait, where did you go? Wait, to where? Oh, (laughs) I went to Oklahoma City. We we have time. You can give us details. I was trying to stick in with that two minutes. <laughs> Sorry, um, two and a half. You can have two and a half. <laughs> I served Hours. in Oklahoma City. Um, and in that, I fractured my tibia plateau playing basketball. So I got sent home and I was home for two months. And then I went back out. Wow. To the same place? To the same place, yeah. Cool. And what years were you there? Oh. Um, I was there 2020 to 20. 2020? No, wait. Oh, 2000. Okay. (laughs) I just barely left and came back. I'm sorry. I'm so slow that it just hit me. Yeah, when you said that, I'm like, wait, did I say 2020? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so 2000 to uh, uh, 2002. So I missed the Olympics. Oh. It was kind of awesome. Everybody had this Olympic story. I'm like, yeah, I was in Oklahoma. <laughs> don't you feel like that when you, I don't, you start to mention it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like there's there's a chunk of time in pop culture. Oh yeah. That is completely like blacked out. Mm-hmm. Movies yeah. that came out. Mm-hmm. I think one for me was ABBA or the Mamma Mia. Yeah. It took me 10 years later before I was like, wait, what, what's, what's going, going on? <laughs> So that was your pop culture, black hole. Yeah, black hole. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that would be awesome we could be there. But And then I did a little wire fi- wildland firefighting. I lived oh. in Hawaii. Oh. Had numerous different jobs. And I started a t-shirt company, the clothing company called Equidius Clothing. Did that for about uh, seven to eight years. While you were in Hawaii? Uh, no. So I was okay. in Hawaii for the summer. Uh, it was three of my friends and I decided to move out there for the summer. Got jobs at the Polynesian Culture Center. Cool. <laughs> what did awesome. you do? Were you like a tree climber or so, a 
I was two things. twirler. Um, for the first two months, I had I was a janitor. Okay. Okay. Not it it gets you to Hawaii. Not as exciting. <laughs> tree twirler or whatever. Those people yeah. have skills, you know. <laughs> yeah, fire, like twirl. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I switched to I was a server at a, the barbecue luau for uh, guests that's from Asia. Oh, uh-huh. um, and then I worked in the villages selling concessions and then I made pineapple delights. Oh, yeah. Great. Then do, I went, do you remember how to do that? Yeah. X. We'll talk You've later. You've all been to Hawaii? <laughs> okay. okay. And then... Well, man, um, let's go. I did the night uh, luau. Okay. Oh, fun. And, cool. Um, it was really funny because... So were you a dancer? No, I was just, well, that's I, what I'm imagining. <laughs> they have a pig that's out in the front and uh-huh. they have people come out and grab it. The guy asked me to be one of those people. And the longer I'm out in the sun, the blonder my hair gets. <laughs> so my hair was bright blonde and I was tan, but I'm like, I'm some Hallie, like, I don't think I can do this. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, don't you want a Polynesian? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. And so I did that. It was kind of fun. You walk out just with a lava lava and uh, they put Ooh. baby oil on you. <laughs> and then- They put uh, baby oil I'm on you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's promoting the wrong idea that the Polynesian Culture Center isn't going for, but. I'm, I must be wrong. Things have changed. <laughs> and so I did like spearfishing cool. out there, tried to surf, body surfing. It was really fun. I did get stung by a jellyfish, no. which is an experience mm-hmm. I don't want to have again. Yeah. Did someone pee on it for you? No, but I had a lot of people offer. Oh. <laughs> and you said no? Exactly. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah, well, yeah. So wait, so how old were you when you were doing all this? In Hawaii. Hawaii, I was about 23, 24. Okay. So you come back, you get your t-shirt company here. Yeah, so okay. I was here. Um, and then I did the booth in the Warp Tour two years, just in Salt Lake City. And then did a bunch of fashion shows, and which was really fun, uh, photo shoots. And, and this is just with t-shirts? Yeah, with t-shirts, okay. hoodies, and kind of more styling t-shirts like garment-wise, like for women. And then also did some hoodies and beanies. Our theory was just kind of like have a, a design that meant something as opposed to just a, our branding on our on the shirts. So that was really fun. And then um, went through two partners with that. And it was just one got married. The other one is more difficult than what they thought in regard to the market. And then I decided to close it down. 08 really hit us bad uh, in regard to growth and uh, our stores that we were in. And then took a break from it and then worked for Comcast and um, started a suit company. Um, what led to that? I mean, did you already did you always <clears throat> like suits and fashion and design and did you take any classes in fashion, con- fashion yeah. construction? Yeah. And Comcast sounds really boring compared to the rest of your resume. <laughs> <laughs> so far, everything. I mean, there's pigs in Hawaii Comcast. and then Comcast. <laughs> yeah. and then Comcast. Um, so I I always 
love fashion. It's hard for me to find something that fits me. My little sister got married, her wedding, she wanted me to have a suit. And mind you, the, the last time I bought a suit was before my mission. I went to the store, I just thought it'd be easy. Oh, you want a tan suit? Perfect, I'll just go pick one up. And then I started the journey. And realizing that in my size, they don't have much. I can get a great, just gray suit or black suit. But if I want any variations, it's hard to come by with colors. I mean, there's a few like other grays, blacks, but most part I would have to stay within that realm, maybe a blue suit, but. And then I started pricing out other custom stuff. So I'm like, well, I know manufacturing. I seeked one out from China and found one. And so I got the suit, it fit. I did my own measurements, which is pretty good for the first time. I, I, was, I was really impressed with myself. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pat myself on the back. But, uh, and so I wore, I'm like, oh wow, this is the first time I've had pants. The biggest thing is my, my legs, I bike a lot. And so my legs are a little bigger. And so I always have to buy a size bigger in my waist to fit around my thighs and, and anyways. So I'm like, wow, my pants actually fit me everywhere. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I bought some shirts and then I'm like, yeah, I think I wanna start a company doing custom suits and kind of looking at the market and everything. And so it kind of sparked an interest to move forward with it. And I've always been interested in sewing. And um, a funny thing is, is on your zipper, there's a, a seam on the back side of it and it popped open where it sewed, popped open and it looked like my fly was open during the wedding, but it wasn't. <laughs> and here I'm telling my uncle, I'm like, I really want to start a custom suit. And yeah, yeah. he goes, do you want to start a custom suit and your suit's not really good? And I'm like, yeah, good point. Especially the fly. That's yeah, exactly. That's I'm an like, important uh, part of the street. Are there pictures? Have no, there's not okay, pictures. Hopefully, I'm like, hopefully that didn't show up in pictures. Right when I noticed it, luckily I had a stapler. <laughs> I stapled. I totally stapled my clothes. Totally. I've never stapled my clothes. You guys have stapled. Come on. Oh, yeah. If this thing breaks, I've stapled the pocket. Guys, I don't know you can staple. Oh, yeah. I used to staple the hem of my pants. Because you guys are like, we've all been there. I'm like, I have a coworker right now that has like holes in her cardigan and she always staples it. Just gotta get a guard again. Yeah. That's what it is. We'll put a little patch on the elbow. Yeah. Make it look yeah. fashionable. Yeah. Yeah, and then I went and searched for another uh, manufacturer and I found one that does very high quality Zippers? Work. Yeah, zippers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never experienced that again. <laughs> then I was wanting to name the company, like my teacher company, but then I did a little bit of marketing and research, realizing that that's probably not a great idea. Then I came up with a new name, JP Couture. Which just sounds classy. It sounds so What's classy. What's the P? Paul, is which is my middle, middle name? name. Okay. Okay. I was going to go with like my initials, JK. And mm -hmm. yeah. just like, that's JK, just that's funny. opening up a can <laughs> of st stupidness. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just lined up on JP Couture. Has so, anybody ever called you JP? Actually, now that I've, started the company and I was in a networking thing. P 
people that I meet through my business started calling me JP. I'm like, I've never been called that, but I kind of like it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, not that it matters to me. But JP is so cool. Yeah. It has a little class to it. I'm calling you JP for now. That's fine. That's it. Um, and so it's funny because people are like, do you care? I'm like, yeah, I, I'll answer anything. Like Josh, Joshua, mm-hmm. JP, a few other names are not polite. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'll have those. <laughs> um, and so, and here I am. We're so glad. It's a cool story. That's great. We love that story. Thanks for coming today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, but going back to, because it's cool that you have this business that's like custom suits, but also like these guy suits for weddings, you put in the lining like pictures. Of, it's like cool with the photo shoots where they like open up their suit jacket and there's all these pictures. Yeah, the first person came up with uh, to me, it's like, can you do this? I'm like, uh, let me think, let me see. I never like, I, I think it was, I thought it was a great idea. And then I checked and yeah, we were able to do it. And, um, since that one person, like I've done several cause the first person like Steph said was wanted to do pictures of the, of them while they're dating in the suit. And so we did one, uh, run with the lining and it was colored. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't clash well with uh, the color of the suit. So then we did another version that's uh, that was sepia. So it was a little reddish and the suit's red. Mm-hmm. So it just blended so well with the suit. And it looked amazing. The cool thing with that is you're creating an heirloom, right? Like that's, right. that's not something that someone's just going to be like, oh, I can't fit in the suit anymore. It's going to be something that they like pass down for generations. And I feel like in today's society, we don't have a ton of heirloom stuff around anymore because people just want cheaper or they get sick of it and move on. That's why like the thrift stores are thriving, you know? Yeah. Even him, he's, he's like, I love the suit. It's like anytime I get a chance to wear it, I wear it. And I'm like, that's um, that's amazing, and uh, mm-hmm. I I never really thought of it being passed down, but that'd be pretty cool. I'd Add that, that to your marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Timeless. Um, and also, I have voted for you twice today. Even though it says you can only vote once for your. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh, and also, uh, so I did a photo shoot later uh, with this photographer Ariel, and so she is with her photograph. She's nominated to be the cover of Utah Valley Bridal, and so you vote every day until the sixteenth. Says once a day, but it's funny. I always wanted to be like on a, a magazine mm-hmm. it's just kind of like one of those things like oh that'd be really cool to do it wasn't like a set goal like in 2020 i want to be on mm-hmm. a cover of a magazine or 2021 and so it's just kind of i'm like all right can we talk more about heirloom though like because you do the um the cuffs. yeah the cufflinks and you've done them with like the hair but also initials i've done custom cufflinks and i do them out of wood that puts a initial on the cufflink and i do kind of like more of your exotic wood or even just like domestic uh i've done a bunch of different ones but the one with a hair this 
woman and her husband uh, lost their child at a very young age and they were able to keep the hair from it just kind of as an heirloom and she wanted something for her husband she's like can you do some cufflinks i'm like yeah i do some cufflinks and then she's like i want them to last longer so i did them in uh sterling silver cufflinks that are kind of like notched out to be able to put a stone in the middle of it i'm like i just don't want to put the just the hair in it and so i and she gave me like a very valuable resource because it's the only lockets of hair of her baby that she has left. So she gave me a little bag. I'm like, okay, so I got to make a way so I don't use a lot of this, but I can make it look classy. So I used some white opal, crushed white opal, and I put it on the layer below it, put some resin in it, and then I put the strain of hair so it looks like it's right down the center, like a line. So just like, it looks like a little black line in it. Mm -hmm. So it really looks good, but at the same time, it's not noticeable that it's hair. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of, I didn't want it to always be a conversational piece where he would always have to talk about it. And um, so that's kind of where I went with it. And she loved it, by the way. Well, and that's another heirloom, you know, like that's something that's like precious. And I think that that is cool when it's, you aren't just making clothing, you're making clothing that has a purpose. Right. I'm meaning behind mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I've, and that's where I, I've really like, I love doing stuff like that just because one, it, I just love watching their expressions. Mm -hmm. Like they were so grateful. Like you can see it really emotional about it. And, I'm just glad that I was able to be a part of bringing like that happiness yeah. to them. So cool. Well, Josh, some of the, we've all shared because we all went to this camp out where we all talked about one thing we wish people knew about us. You weren't at that camp out. We're really sorry. I know, way to bring it up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing you into it. He's heard about it. He knows. Let's go camp. So we're not one around thing. a campfire, but if we were, what's one thing you wish people knew about you? I would want to go to a campfire. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Josh. So the next one. Next time, next time. No, I think I've gotten told this, like I, I'm, I'm very intimidating. Mm, it's the fancy suit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm intimidating. Like I just, um, one person told me you have resting BF. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like you, people get scared of you because of this. I'm like, or you feel intimidating. I'm like, well, yeah, I got told that I should smile more often to kind of break it down. That's and a much more happy way to put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, that makes sense. But um, I just, but I'm not intimidating at all. That's a like, good thing to know. So he's a softie. Yeah, I'm a very much a softie. I cry in when? like when yeah. movies Kay. like there's so Rudy. much I want to do it. Oh, Rudy. oh yeah, JP. Um, Rudy. But no, it, like it's very funny. However, if it's in a group, I will hide it. 
Mm-hmm. You can put a pillow over your face. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, my eye itches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's on this road. Now you're doing yeah. your secret. <laughs> it's good to be in touch with your emotions. Yeah. In some cases. <laughs> See, I think I have an interesting perspective because I knew you before I knew you. I saw you before I knew you in a previous singles ward. Okay. And to me, like I had seen you before, but I was just like, oh, he's one of the cool ones. That that was the thought I had. Yeah, it was kind of an intimidation factor, not in an intimidating way, like, oh, that guy's scary, kind of intimidating, but like, he hangs out with the cool kids. (laughs) Which isn't that sad in her thirties that we still think that about people? Yeah. Well, and it wasn't even really that, but I. But no, I get it. It's probably because of your suit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, he's snazzy. He dresses well. He's talking to everybody. And then I met you later, and you are a quieter dude. Well, it's just I, yeah, I don't like to be the center of attention. Um, oh, so is this killing you right now? No, no, no. Because it's a small group. I don't yeah. mind uh, yes, yes. in a smaller yeah, group. Yeah. But if it's a larger group, I hate, like, having this. Like, during the fashion shows, mm-hmm. like, they had the designer walk behind the models after. And it was, like, gut-wrenching to me. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I have to do that? And I'm like, people are going to watch me take pictures of me. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's probably how most designers feel, too. Yeah. I'm They'd like, rather, yeah, that's where they're not. The <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and it's funny, my business partner's like, I don't want to do it. I'm like, well, somebody has to do it. I don't want to do it. He's like, yeah, but you're like the head of the company. You should do it. I'm like, ugh, why can't I have a model that represents me? But yeah, I am uh, kind of reserved, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it all depends on the setting. Like, I'm very, if it's the right setting, I'm very talkative and mm-hmm. outgoing. But so now we play on a soccer team and podcast and mm-hmm. yeah. Then you're like, he never shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> this is your moment. You can talk all you yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> Seize the day because you're on a podcast with three women. So. <laughs> yeah, the base. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to know, Josh, what do you feel like is one of the hardest obstacles you've overcome? And how did you overcome it? The pig was really heavy. (laughs) I always had a hard time focusing. Apparently I I had, I have ADD, ADHD, and it could be for my benefit because I, yeah, I'm always going and active, but at the same time, like, it's funny because I talked to a counselor uh, while I went to school, she's like, I know exactly what subjects you love and what subjects you hate. I'm like, how's so? She's like, you get A's on the ones you like and you get D's and C's on the ones you hate. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I do the bare minimum. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So um, learning uh, the, that I had that and going off of my strengths of it and trying to when I realize I'm like, oh, I'm getting distracted. I'm like, okay, I have to do something um, to focus myself. So for me, if I have something in the background um, going, I'm more focused on what I'm doing. And then I get hyper-focused. And so this is when people can 
walk behind me and I don't even notice them and get scared a lot <laughs> when they say Josh. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like, dude, I was here for many seconds. I'm like, yeah, I didn't hear you. It's good that you can focus like that though. I mean, if that's been a problem. Yeah. That you've overcome that and worked through well, that. Well, look at what you've turned it into. You turned it into a company, you know? Right. Because with that kind of focus, you're all, it allows you to build a company and do what you want. And to spend hours on projects yeah. getting it right. Like, because yeah. for some people to spend that much time on one task would be like, yeah, excruciating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to have that focus helps. And I have to set alarms to go to bed. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So or I'll stay awake up. I'll stay awake all night. But I am a night owl, but then it I get up at 6, 6.30 without mm-hmm. setting alarm. It's yeah, alarm. I imagine you having a really good morning routine. I don't know why, but I just imagine you being like pretty disciplined. I am glad that you imagine that because <laughs> that is not me at all, but that's what I want to become. I'm glad I'm putting forth so that So you're imagining image. Josh 2021 at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah. 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 You don't can already I'll see describe it. it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm like, crap. I get everything together and rush out the door. But now I realize like it's so much nicer to have a very relaxing start in the morning and not like a go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Because it just seems like once you are rushed in the morning, it seems like the rest of the day you're rushed and then you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. More so if you kind of had a relaxing morning and just went into your routines, mm-hmm. like five hour, five minutes of brushing your teeth. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> my tooth. I was very impressed. Too. Yeah, mine only yeah. does too, so. <laughs> well, and I mean, we could talk about this in a little later episode, but your morning and night routine are the only, a major part of the day where you only focus on yourself. Yeah. So when you take care of yourself in the morning and the night, and then you leave, you're worried about traffic, you're worried about your coworkers, you're worried about your work, you're worried about your clients, you're working. And it's just the morning and evening routines that if you don't have those, then you kind of get lost in it. That's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, you're playing the catch up and, part of the yeah. day to do well, right? Mm-hmm. Josh, when someone comes to you for help, what do they want help with? I've sometimes dating, sometimes. Oh, are you a guru? I'm not a guru. I just, <laughs> I really. I know, like, do tell Josh. I play devil's advocate. Oh. I don't take sides. I just, I'm like, well, it could be this because of this, 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 or it could be this. Like, and then I just ask questions. I'm like, well, how long? Like, and it's kind of. I don't, I really try to have the person that's asking me advice to kind of like look at it for each side and then give them all the information and make them make the decision. It's a good tactic. It's a good act of listening there. Yeah. You're doing it all right. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and that's, um, that's, that's the thing. It's, um, it's me like, I've had people open up to me so quickly. Like a lot of them like, I'm like, oh wow, um, should you be telling me this? I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. If you trust me with it, like I won't tell anybody, but 
that's awesome. Um, but it's kind of dating or just vent. And then like halfway through it, I realized like, oh, they're just venting. I'm like, and then I'll ask them like, do you want my opinion or you just want to talk, talk this out? That's the most important question. Yeah. What do you want me to do with this? Just sit yeah. here? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, and it's funny, like some of them were like, oh, I, um, I just want to vent. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> and, uh, and then we can move on. Hopefully you feel better. Typically, mm -hmm. everybody does, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes we just got to get it out. Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I have a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about what you enjoy doing for fun. You have a lot of different hobbies. I like mountain biking. Uh, I enjoy... I love to laugh. So... Um, I like comedy shows, like improv, and um, even just like watching a Netflix special of a com comic. They're really fun. And um, I like going to events that I can't do mm -hmm. particularly right now. It's too openly, but uh, concerts are really fun. I like going to them. Do you have a favorite concert you've ever gone to? Oh, that's so, like, I have two of them. Um, Andrew WK. Okay. Who's that? A long time ago. Um, it is, he was like a... He had, you? Nope. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He had two um, albums. It was kind of early 2000s. Um, and he just... He started going and then he went into being more of like a inspirational speaker, okay. motivational speaker, I guess. Um, I don't know what he's doing now though. So the first concert, the, it was a smaller concert and the last song, like we want a party, he, there was more people on the stage than there was in the audience. Oh, that's fun. And people got, he got on people's shoulders. It was really just a fun time. Like, were you on stage or were you? I was on stage. <laughs> I, so it was just so much fun. Like I've never had, like, it felt like a party more than a concert with, yeah, anyways. Mm -hmm. And then another one I went to was one of my favorite bands uh, was Mest, which is a Chicago um, punk band. It was their final tour. If it played all my favorite songs and then one of my favorite parts was you know how like at the end of concerts they typically will have an encore like they leave the stage everybody claps they come back it's done so many so much now everybody just expects it mm -hmm. and they said so well, this is our end of our concert normally, but uh, since um, we don't really feel like going off the stage, coming back, doing that whole routine everybody else does. So instead of doing that, we will be able to pay you two more songs and here's your encore. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I was excited about playing, hearing two more songs and then it, it, the concert just continuing just because still one of my favorite bands, but cool. and 
That was their name? Mest? Mest. And then I've gone on a couple other ones that were really fun. But that and I like to country dance. I'm taking Argentina tango lessons right now. Well, actually, they just ended. But Is that in a group? Is it a private lesson? Is it's, it... a, it's a group lesson. Hmm. Like a bunch of different people pay to have a, a teacher teach them. Cool. Have you taken other private lessons for other types of dances? I've taken Vietnamese waltz cool. um, lessons and private lessons. And that was really fun. It was, we did a, uh, a ball. Yeah. Which was um, really outside of my comfort. Like, I, oh. one, I never knew that they existed. Like, people actually still did them. Balls? Balls, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm loving this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep talking. <laughs> and, like, it was super formal. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a movie. Yeah. Because everybody was dressed up. Mm -hmm. They had, like, a live band. And um, it was a really, it was an awesome experience. I would do it again. Was uh, it here locally? Yeah. It was at uh, the U of U. Oh, cool. They served dinner. It was a really good dinner, too dessert so that was really fun and then country dancing i've done uh, just like the lessons before they do dancing i've mm -hmm. done that for a long time and then um i would look at videos like before i go i'm like ooh, i want to learn this one so i would memorize the routine and then try it Sometimes it worked awesome, sometimes not so great. <laughs> but that's a failure and you want to have one of those a day. So yeah, exactly. there you go. <laughs> I love country dancing. Really? Yeah. Line dancing? No. No. It's getting boogie. Yeah. <laughs> Out country swing. 100%. Josh, I think I never really, I mean, we've known each other for years, but I think as we've been interviewing you, I just realized how well-rounded you are, that you go to balls, <laughs> that you're mountain biking, you that you cry in movies, you know? So. What else fits into that well-rounded sphere? I would love to play an instrument, but I just never came around to it. Like, um, I did two lessons with my grandma. I learned the ABCs, and I still can't play them. On the piano? On the or piano, on the, yeah. Okay. I, f I would love to play the piano. That'd be one of my life goals to do that. But in regard to other, like, uh, never acted, but I've been on TV. During, um, the, we were going to have a big fashion show and Friday, like on a Friday and Park City TV um, wanted me, they were doing a morning show. They're like, hey, bring up your clothing. We'll have some models um, on TV showing, showcasing your clothing line. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, am I going to be on TV? They're like, no. I'm like, perfect, I'll do it. So luckily I still got ready for work, like day, it was early in the morning, I mean, you know how sometimes people just don't look the greatest. Mm -hmm. And so, there, there I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I show up and they're like, here, let's put this on. I'm like, why do I need a mic? Like, oh yeah, you're going on TV. I'm like, uh, okay. 
So I ended up being on TV doing an interview on the morning, uh, Park City TV morning show Very with cool. my models um, wearing my clothing. It was a fun experience. <laughs> Blindsided me, but fun experience. <laughs> I mean, that sounds amazing. Me and my models wearing my clothing. <laughs> like being in an interview and yeah, then complaining about TV. being on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, I guess I am pretty. No, I think that you are like, you have lots of different interests and the fact that you were willing to commit to this for 52 weeks and just like jump into something that's like new. You hadn't been on a podcast before, both you and Heidi. I appreciate that about you guys that you guys wanting to keepers. Yeah. Thanks. I like musicals. I guess that's another rounding the thing but. do you sing i try to okay <laughs> do you sing in like word choirs they asked me to okay i okay. have before gotcha. um but when they need a bass uh so i sang for somebody in a word choir and they're like you are uh i'm going to my i might say it incorrectly tenor tenor yeah the reason why i pause on that is because when i first did it i went to my my family dinner and i'm like i'm a tinger <laughs> and they're like what i'm like yeah i'm a tinger like tinger i think she's like you my little sister's like you completely said that incorrectly <laughs> you're a tenor i'm like that's it that's it <laughs> so now it always switches in your mind yeah so i'm like what is it called a Tenor, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, tenor. Besides that, what stories, like if, if you go, if we went home and met your family, what's the story that they would tell about you? Oh, Josh, when he was a little kid, when he was younger, have you heard about the time Josh? Dot, 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 dot. Oh what would gosh. What would that be? This would be a long story, like <laughs> multiple stories. Like, remember the, like, um, I would say, one that would be brought up was, so it was Father's Day. I, me and my little sister, we were in my car um, and we were going to buy, my dad's a little picky. And so we were going to give my dad money to buy a tree to plant it in his yard. And so I was just going to grab cash at uh, the bank and uh, on my way to uh, dinner my folks and behind the Wells Fargo there is a construction area and there was a little pond or puddle um, more of a puddle and I don't know what it is I just love driving through water I think it's so much fun and so I I'm like you want to have a little fun to my little sister she's like yeah I'm like all right so we go over to the puddle in my outback and drive and the puddle is much deeper than I thought. <laughs> and I flooded my car. Oh. <laughs> I got stuck and my car was starting to sink. Water was coming in. Oh. <laughs> was it a flipping pond? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, who knows? It wasn't. 
I, I would say it was in the middle of a field, like yeah, a construction of, area, so it's not yeah. like a pond pond. Yeah, but yeah. It was more, much more water than I thought. Like a um, <laughs> That's funny. And so I hand my little sister the phone. I'm like, get out of here. I don't like have him tow us out or something. <laughs> and she's laughing. She can't talk. And I'm like nervous because the water's coming in. I don't know how deep this is. And are we going to drown? What's going to happen? <laughs> Do I need to roll down the windows? Your sister call instead of you just calling. Well, I was trying to get out. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, like driving, it was a standard. So I was, anyways, oh. busy. Um, <laughs> and so my dad arrives. First thing he does, he starts laughing at me, takes the photo. It's like, all right, well, let's tow you out. Because <laughs> all you can see is the roof of the car at this point. Well, it's just like the wheel, the front wheel was underwater completely. And um, yeah, it wasn't like that high. Yeah, but, but still, that's <laughs> crazy. So that's one story. It's. It's really like now I can laugh about it, but at the time I was I was more scared than anything else. Yeah. I wasn't angry, I was just yeah. Do you shock. go through puddles now? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> However, like uh, there was like downtown Salt Lake, the something happened with gutter, so it was like overflowing. I'm like, I feel safe about these puddles. <laughs> so I went through them and it was a really fun time. <laughs> I went through them twice. <laughs> to make up for all the ones you've yeah, exactly. since that. But I'm a lot more hesitant about going through puddles. Right. What's Josh at his core? His, what, 16-year-old core? His 17-year-old core? No, this was like... I was um, going to say 30-year-old core. Yeah, this is, like, yeah, this is uh, much, much sooner than 15. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 16, let's see here. Oof. Keeping the family entertained. So yeah, yeah. never a really dull moment. Um, how many siblings do you have? I have two sisters. Okay, so you're the only boy. Yeah, and Are the oldest. Are you sandwiched in between? Okay. Yeah. So you're used to all the female yeah. races going on. Yeah. I, said, I come from a family of all sisters, and I just remember my dad at the table would be like, Will you let me finish the sentence? <laughs> That's funny. So I feel your pain. We're all setting goals for this year, but what, at the end of 2021, what type of person do you hope that you become in taking from Heidi's becoming goals? Becoming? Yeah. To have a morning routine, mm -hmm. to have that as like established where I don't have to think about it, it's just. It's routine. The other thing is I want to be more prompt. Like my goal is to focus more on the time that I have to leave mm -hmm. than the time that I have to be there because I cannot remember where I heard this, but it was like the people that have a hard time being on time, like one time they were able to do everything that they wanted to in a day or a time. And so they're so optimistic with their time that they're like, oh, I can get this done as well. Mm -hmm. And then they just be, end up being late, not because of um, disrespectful or just being like tardy. It's just they're trying to do so much within the time frame that they have. And 
I want to be more realistic with my time. I feel you with that one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, being realistic with time. It's hard to, like, plan backwards, like, what you were talking earlier, and you're like, I just know that soccer starts, I need to leave my house by 8, you know? You're like, I don't know what time the game was, but but you really do have to plan backwards that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I set all my clocks forward five minutes. See, for me, I just know that it's five minutes, and it just gives, I'm like, oh, I have five minutes, yeah. But it catches you off guard, too. No. Gotta go. It catches you up. Yeah. 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 What do you catch? I'm never late. <laughs> and if I am, I've texted you 30 minutes beforehand. <laughs> never accept. Yeah, so that, becoming that, and then... You've talked a couple, you've mentioned a couple of things like playing the piano, a life goal, like way out there. Yeah. What else is way out there? Way out there? Yeah. I would love to have a cabin Ooh. by a water. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Even a lake or. We'll take you to a, a campfire. Yeah. You take us to your cabin. Yeah. <laughs> um, my ultimate goal is like to, I want to get my private's uh, flying lesson, like Ooh. license. Yeah. And so I can fly into my cabin on a lake. Land on the lake. Yep. Ooh, well, that sounds that. dreamy. Yeah. Ladies, his phone number is. <laughs> so I just I think when I like I like going camping because it kind of isolates you. You're kind of in the wilderness mm-hmm. alone, and it just well most of the time a group of friends or family whatever. And so I just feel like if you're able to fly into somewhere, it's just that much more isolation, where you can decompress and really like work through some issues or problems that you're having with your company life whatever Mm -hmm. and if you have a cabin you don't have to sleep on the ground right i mean i can see a lot of benefits because we're all getting older (laughs) yeah (laughs) you don't have to have an air mattress you have a really nice mattress mattress with a heater (laughs) even a hammock would be fine yeah yeah and you could do a like fashion shoot of really <laughs> high-end clothes that looks grungy, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your homeless line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the foot plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you just happen to fly in on your personal leg by your personal cabin. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other long-term way out there goals? I would have a family. Um, and... No, I think those are like piano, family, cabin. Um, I would like to have rental properties. Mm. Um, Maybe forward, but those are really, I mean, I think those are very (coughs) simple goals. Yeah, I like them. What do you think, what would you say your life motto is? Do you have a life motto or several themes you go by? My life motto, um, recently I've been studying Stoicism, um, and there is two quotes. I know it's like one. Uh, One is, memento more, which means live like you'll die tomorrow. So anything that you want to accomplish or, and it really goes into like, you know, 
a lot of times that you hear stories about, oh, my last words to so-and-so were not so great mm -hmm. uh, because they died and they have a lot of regret. It's just kind of another way of not having the, the regret of, of my last words being like this. So live like that. Um, and the other one uh, is... <clears throat> Do every act of your life as though it were the very last act of your life. And so those are from Marcus Aurelius. Um, and it's kind of a good way to um, uh, look at life, like, because you're not really going to be stressed about it as much. And is more of a calming, just in the stoicism aspect. Those are profound. Very good, deep things. And I can actually see, like, I haven't known you that long, but I can see you trying to strive to live those. Especially, like, if uh, you're in a situation where you, um, you can act very irrational mm -hmm. and just, like, off the cuff. And, I mean, we've all been in that scenario. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, but if you take a moment to actually process like, okay, well, why am I angry? Am I angry because of what the person said or the, how the person's acting towards me? Um, and what can I do to overcome this or find a better solution than acting out? Like, because there's a lot of things why somebody would be angry at you. A lot of things that they're dealing with. Sometimes you don't even know what they're have behind them. Yeah, I think that's great. And it like gives you, you're living with intention, right? And so it makes just how it's like, a little bit every day, like it's like the last act that you were doing, mm -hmm. you know, like it makes like going to like a family get together or whatever, not like, oh, I'm gonna see you guys again, but. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it too. Well, with that, Josh, thank you for being an open book tonight and answering all of our questions we i enjoyed getting to know you better um i think these ladies probably yeah. learned some things too um so we are glad to have you here and i'm sure there will be more things to come more more things about josh that we don't know yet but we want to can you give for the listeners your information for them to find you at jp couture yeah uh jp couture clothing couture is c-o-u T-U-R-E clothing uh, dot com or on Instagram and on Facebook. We're excited to have you this year. I'm excited to be here. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnisaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. <laughs>